war. Are you curious as to what former breakfast show host John Robbie is doing with his life these days? Well, <laughs> you're back with me, Joanne Joseph on is. 702. <laughs> and, and yes, you, you, you're not imagining it. You are hearing his voice, the legendary talk show host John Robbie, swapping the radio mic for the stage. He is making his pantomime debut in Bernard J. and Janice Honeyman's Snow White at the Joburg Theatre. Uh, John with us in studio. <laughs> John, great to have you this afternoon. Yes, Thank well, you can, for making it. Can I just time. tell people, when you, when you did that live read there, yes. I said, let me do one. Go on. I took it yeah. and my eyes are so bad I couldn't read it. I left my glasses <laughs> in the car. I was going to do a surprise read and I couldn't read it. God, oh. it's terrible getting old, eh? Well, I, you know, I, I wish I'd had glasses to, to give you. <laughs> Perhaps we should ask them to type these up in a bigger font <laughs> yeah, from now exactly. on where, when you visit anyway. It's lovely to be here, Joanne. Yeah, lovely of you to come in, John. I mean, knowing that you, you do have a performance again this evening. Uh, but uh, let, let's talk a bit about this. You're playing Major Dumbo of the Royal Palace of Cool Cornucopia. <laughs> Sounds fantastic. Uh, Janice is, of course, describing the show as music, dancing, sensational, sparkly sets and a super story, jokes, laughter and happy ever after. Have you enjoyed it? It has been amazing. It has been. It, I've, I've got a list of things I want to do. Like yes. bungee jumping was one. Going right. to Egypt was another. You know, parachuting was another. A list of things. And to go on the stage, yes. the professional stage, was one. And, and uh, Bernard Jay has been on to me for years and years to come and do it. Because mm -hmm. they always get some muggins to, you know, <laughs> amateur, to make a fool of himself or herself. And, of course, it's to get a bit of publicity and to sell tickets. Yeah. So... I think the second call I got when I announced my retirement, which is, you know, nearly three years ago now, or two and a half years ago on, on 702, yes. I think the second call I got was from Bernard, yes. who said, you can't escape now. And we <laughs> met and did it. And I said, look, there's only, there's only two conditions. that I, It's a full professional contract, and I don't get treated as a sort of, you know, anything but full professional. So I get treated as one of the, the crew, yes. the same discipline, the same, uh, um, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Standards yes. that they want. And I don't get any time off, whatever. And it has been unbelievable. These these kids, I say kids because, I mean, I'm the oldest in the cast. Yeah. You know, Desmond Dubé and Ben Foss and I, uh, I'm, I'm well above them in age. Are you but, even older than uh, Toby Cronier? Look, Toby's not is in Toby it this year. Toby's not in no, it No, Toby's year. not uh -huh, in it this year. But, but, but the point is, I am there. And right at the beginning, the very first day we had the rehearsals, they do this warm-up. Now, any professional rugby team or soccer team would be happy to do the warm-up that the ensemble, the really? dancers do. Dancing, wow. move, everything for yeah. like 20 minutes. And I thought, now, do I sneak off on the side or do I throw myself into it? So I threw myself into it. Yes. And the vocal warm-ups as well. And so I've said, a st I've said I, want, I want a full experience. And that's what I'm doing. And, and Bernard said yes. And he came in and I met Janice Honeyman. And it was always sort of a year and a half ahead. Yes, you yes. Know, oh, the yeah. panto is a year and a half. And then you turn around twice and it's it's in it, you know. Wow. October was six days a week, six till te uh, 10 till 6, flat out. Mm. And it is it is world class. I mean, I've been to pantos in the West End, in yes. Dublin, whatever. And it is absolutely world class. There's no question about it. No, it's uh, Bernard Jay and, and Janice Honeyman, I think, mm. are probably among two and of the best. And Tim LaRue. Tim LaRue also yes. is there as the sort of, he's the, the resident director in-house oh, who's a, right. a marvelous influence. But the choreographer they're singing the yeah. music etc it's Fantastic. crazy and 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 you i mean you can see just just from watching it uh, just how much work must have gone into it because the timing as you say the the, the comic timing the choreography all of this it's all so well timed it's un unbelievable i mean and the process and without getting too sort of intellectualizing it yeah. i have learned so much and sports could learn so much from the the pantos business 
presentation, sales. You know, they have a script, they have a, they have a, an outcome, if you like, which is to put on a, a world class performance. And they, they come up with a script fairly late, just before you start, uh, um, the, the rehearsals. Then you read through it. Then they do something called blocking, where yes. they break the whole panto up into a number of blocks. Right. And they will work for one day on a tiny block of that pantomime, which might be 10 minutes on stage. Right. They'll work a whole day. They'll discuss it. They'll change. They'll do it repeatedly again and again and again. And it's a, a collective thing. People can contribute. Yes. But ultimately, the decision is made by the directors, right. etc. And you go through and you practice and you do it. You run through and you get better, better, better. And it's always changing. It's always evolving. And then they say, right, the panto is frozen. Meaning wow. now, that is it. That yes. is the pantomime now. Every move you see has been rehearsed, discussed, every line, every, you know, aside, every quip, whatever. So and, deliberate. And, and, and there's yeah. more to it. I mean, mm. for, for example, you look at a full stage. How is it you know who's going to speak next? How is it you know Snow White or the Queen or something is going to speak next? You don't realize it, but the whole cast is actually, with their little actions, directing you in that direction. Right. And that's where the thing bounces around and you follow it. I mean, it's, it's, it's mind-boggling. And I think, I mean, my, my previous sort of passion was rugby. Yes. And you think of rugby yes. where you've got these two defenses, the Springboks are playing the All Blacks, whatever, and you've got a move where you're trying to put a center through a hole in midfield. Can you imagine if your team was using those same tactics to get the opposition to focus somewhere else? Yes. So I'm quite serious. There are applications yeah. for sport, business, whatever that I have learned from it. I am knocked out and my wife says I've become a panto bore. <laughs> so, I, so I apologize to the listeners. <laughs> well, I think a few of them uh, would like to speak to you. Maybe call you on that, John. Uh, Elias in Blegari. Um, oh, have we lost the line to you, Elias? Sorry about that. Uh, Lail in Parkview. I believe you've seen the play. I saw the play on Sunday and I loved it. I've been to Tampa many times. Yeah. I think this is the best. And I thought John Robbie was just dynamite. You know, he was like relaxed on stage. Yeah. He, seemed very <laughs> he seemed to be enjoying himself. You think he's and a natural, I he was, Leo? I, I think he's a natural. I think he's a natural on that stage. I think your phone is going to be ringing. Oh, no. you think Hollywood's going to call or the West End, eh? The West End, eh? <laughs> John, I, 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 I wanted to say. Yes, go ahead. You know, there is a kind of serious point also about the pantomime, and that is that it's like a fantastic showcase of South African talent. Absolutely. You know, the music that was presented on that stage, the singing talent, the acting talent that we have, the humor. Desmond Dubé was truly hilarious. <laughs> and then we were treated to these incredible, truly uh, incredible 3D effects. Yep. It just made me feel happy and proud to be South African. Oh, oh Lael, that, mean, that means so much. And the other thing, Lael, is, with, again, I mean, I sound like I'm now back in talk show host mode, intellectualizing <laughs> and all that rubbish. But, but the whole of the Joba Clear, the team, is like a microcosm of South Africa. Mm. It really is. There are people from every background. I mean, you see the, the cast on stage, the, the technical people, the wardrobe people, 
the props people, the people who, who do the, the music, etc. It is unbelievable. Mm. And it's the way South Africa should be. There's a, a huge amount of fun, obviously, yes. but there's a massive amount of respect and team spirit. Everybody working together, regardless, there's black, white, gay, straight, old, I'm, well, I'm the oldest, as I say, you know, <laughs> but just everybody pulls together and the spirit is, is absolutely magnificent. So, as I say, it's great fun to go on. The kids adore it. And yes. the 3D effects are, are world class. They, they, they've brought them over from London. They're world class. But when you stand back, as Lael has done, mm. there's something more profound in it. It's, it's, it's a real success story, and, and I'm proud to be part of it. You know, John, I think Lael is making a very important point about... Uh, about the the role theatre could play in our Absolutely, society. Yeah. I mean, we 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 tend to to uh, sort of uh, you know shove it into a corner and say, yes, I'm either a theatre going person or I'm not. Mm. It's not really part of our culture, is it? But if it were, as it is in some places in the world, you could just imagine with all the talent here, with all the skill here, how it could thrive. Absolutely. Well, you think of the market theatre, you think of struggle theatre was there, yes. but I mean, we're now as as Joe Slovo said to me one day, you know, God help us, the real struggle starts now mm. and and you think about it in order to change to educate to 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 inspire to deal with issues etc i i agree with you but but again i'm knocked out and think of it this way when i was playing rugby for transvaal imagine if they'd said all right uh, as a gimmick to sell tickets to fill ellis park we're going to take a guy from the pirates third team yes and we're going to stick him on the wing and it'll be fun and what would we have said of players we'd have said you know you, you want your head red this <laughs> an insult to hell with this you know we are top player to hell with it now the cast and the people have been asked to do that with me oh. to accept me in and yeah, they yeah. have been magnificent the very first day they've just said and i've said look i'm here to learn please pick me up treat me whatever 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 and it has been it has been terrific but there's there's as i say i'm a panto board you know? <laughs> <laughs> well let's take some calls uh, here we've got lots of people lined up here john uh, elias and blair gary sorry we lost you the first time um, hello, hello Elias, how ahead. you doing, mate? I'm not John. Yeah, how you, man? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? I'm spectacularly good. You know, John, I've been listening to uh, you from, from the old Wuputachana. <laughs> <laughs> 1986, I started on 702. Yeah, Can yeah. you believe it? Until, until recently, I heard that you have... Uh, Already gone on pension, big boy. <laughs> and I've never met you. I'll drive to meet you in prison, John. Oh, I've good. I've a good face for radio, eh? <laughs> ah, thanks, Elias. Thanks, oh, Elias. Lovely, it's lovely call. Yeah, then, thank Gale, you very much, Gale in Pretoria. What do you have to say to John? Hello, hello. Hi there. Yes, hey, Gale. Uh, yeah, uh, John Robbie. Yes, how's it, mate? Uh, I, I want to. I, I want you to say to me, please call me John. Please, <laughs> please, if please, that please call Robbie, me. Robbie, yeah, please. Say, call hey, me. Hey, Robbie, and I said, please call me John. <laughs> All right, please call me John. And and you know what? You know what happened? I used to do that because I just wanted to get tell, things moving. Tell, tell me, tell me, uh, John Robbie. Yeah. Uh, why did you hate being called uh, Mr. Robbie? <laughs> I don't know what it, I tried. 
Bear in mind when I started, South African radio was fairly formal. I mean, I don't mean guys like Berksy and, and so on, but the radio was fairly formal. You know, it was we are the old BBC plum voices. They were the old SABC voices. Yes. And I thought, let's try and make it informal. Informal. We'll bounce around. We'll cut cut the slush, as as we might say. And and when people used to say, "Hey, Robbie." And I'd say, please call me John, because, you know, Robbie is a, is a Christian name, not just or a first name, uh, uh, whereas for me, obviously, it's it, it's a second name. And then, of course, if someone said Robbie, it became so boring and I didn't say it. Then they'd say, I phoned you six years ago and you said, uh, uh, don't call me uh, Robbie. My name is John. You didn't do it this time. Therefore, you're a racist. Therefore, this and Twitter came. Oh, my goodness me. It was the worst thing that I that I ever did. But, you know. <laughs> You make these mistakes, eh? Well, John, what a, a colourful career to focus on. 30 years in radio, and I, I think about 15 of them on breakfast. 17. 17. Altogether 17 on breakfast. Wow, and I got up at 2.15 in the morning, and I was never late once. Yeah, I've heard that from many of your colleagues. So we'll continue <laughs> our conversation with you in just a moment. Stay right where you are. Some lovely feedback from you on Twitter. Thank you so much for your messages. Bongani Malinga saying, what a pleasure to hear from John two years later. Thanks, Joanne. Uh, Wonga saying, uh, Wonga and Chinga, in fact, saying, it's great to hear the voice of John Robbie. He must come often. <laughs> Shane Rule says, so great to hear JR's voice. I miss you, John Robbie. Oh, so I think you get the, the general trend of those messages, love, John. Lots of love. <laughs> Indeed. Leanne in Lanseria, you have a request of John. Hi, yes. Hi, Hi John. Welcome back. Hi, Leanne. Thanks very much indeed. Oh, nice to be here. We missed you. Joburg misses you. <laughs> Quick question, John. Um, my, uh, my man, he's 50 and he's an ex-professional uh, rugby player. But his dream, instead of playing rugby, was to have been in production. And I'm not giving him a birthday present. I want to give him an experience. <laughs> to be in the production. Oh gosh, uh, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I recommend. I, he doesn't. I, I don't want anybody to pay. Yeah, to yeah. Be. He just wants a, just a feeling. I what think. I, I mean, I, I, I'm special because I'm a sort of a palooka who is paid to sell tickets. You know, somebody from <laughs> from the non thing to do it, make a, be prepared to make a fool of himself and, and, and go into. I think the best thing would be to look at amateur dramatics. Amateur dramatics. There's a lot of amateur dramatic people around there. Church groups, etc. Go in, have a go, see if you like it, and if you you love it, then because it's a it's tough work as well. Uh, uh, you know, as well uh, as well as being fun, and that might be the way to start. All right, uh, Leanne. There, there's some advice from John Robbie. Go ahead, get your get your husband signed up to one of those groups and uh, let him tread the board. I, I, I mean, I'm making it up as I go it. along. Bear yeah, in mind, yeah, but because it's this, a good idea. Yeah. And bear, bear in mind, I would also mm-hmm. like to 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 announce that this is my last, my first and last production. I will really? never, Are you never do, going it again. To do it again. Never ever. It's just too much of a commitment. It's totally unfair. And my wife Jenny, who's basically had to do without. Well, some might say that's a, a good thing. <laughs> she, you know, to do without me. It really has been very very difficult. So it's it's like bungee jumping, you know. I've done it once. Don't need to do it again. It's ticked it off. Parachute jumping into the Wanderers. I've done that. I've done my production. I'm doing it flat out, but never again. So I'm announcing oh, my retirement, retirement from, from the, the stage. Theater. Yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> so so actually, let's uh, let's speak to Theo and Conky. You'll remember the voice of Theo and Conky, uh, who wants to talk about his first crossing with you, John. Oh. Theo, hi there. Hi, how are you, John? Hey, hi, hey, I'm Theo. so well, thanks. Um, so I was driving and for some reason I didn't have my radio on and uh, when I switched it on I thought maybe I was dreaming and it was John Robbins <laughs> on the radio it was such a 
<laughs> an unbelievable moment. And uh, wow, wow. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I, I, still, I still have my reservations about why he got off the radio, but I think he's one of the best we've ever had. I mean, oh, um, some of us were, were young, uh, what do you call them, beady-eyed journalists who were <laughs> in the newsroom. <laughs> and, and I had the mispleasure or misfortune to be on John Robbie's show when we were covering Marikana. <laughs> I was nervous because you were about to go on the radio with the John Robbie. Oh, gosh. That is unbelievable. Intimidating. But he made it so yeah. easy for us. He is, he is just such a... He's just a lovely chap. He, he is. He is. Well, he's I a very he's a very embarrassed chap at the moment. Yes, I'm I, I can blushing see him blushing here, here Theo. Oh, Theo, thanks, you. man. That's, that, that's so cool. All, all, all I'll ever say was, all I tried to be was fair. And when journalists came on reporting, you know, a lot of people used to think I'm there trying to trying to get them. I'm not. You know, if you all I wanted was the story. I wanted to be fair. I wanted to get it on. And and if you think of the times we lived through, you know, and and I know a lot of people sort of yeah. say, oh, South Africa's yeah. this, that, and the other. Ask any Syrian or Iraqi or Somali or Palestinian what they think of South Africa today, and they would say it's incredible. The point is, of course, it should be so much better. Mm. So, Theo, thanks for that lovely call. Lovely. Carter also adding to that, John, saying John Robbie will always be that guy, hated by many and loved by the what? masses for what? his views. I don't believe it. Okay, pretend you didn't hear the first part. <laughs> Good to hear your voice again, he says. For a second there, I thought I was late for work. <laughs>